Who let the hellhounds out? A rough, a rough. This week on The Hapless Heroes. Hoblet throws his arms up, summoning the fleas. Hello and welcome back to the Hapless Heroes Podcast. My name is Dave and I will be your host and Dungeon Master for this evening. Let's start our evening the same way we start them all, by introing our cast. And I'm going to start weeny, meeny, miny on my right with Francesco as the fabulous Felix Fizzlebottom. Oh, what is a plan anymore? His right, we have John as Lord Jarrell the Light. Tedrick, No! His right, we have Nicole as Boris the Butcher. Those puppies look angry. To her right, we have Mike as Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. I'm going to miss the little guy. And to his right, we have James as Hoblet the Smasher. Good evening, friendos. Uh, we left off in the midst of dire and consequential combat, during which... Hedrick, the entertainer, was snatched away by a shadowy and barely corporeal hand off to parts unknown, while you uh, tussle with some hellhounds that happen to be in this hallway. Those bastards. Those bastards. And, let's and we can, and we don't have to say, we don't have to recap too much because this is a multi-part episode situation. So yes, if it you're is. starting at like part three or four, like what the fuck are you doing? Hi, you're drunk. Go back a couple episodes. Stay drunk. Stay drunk. It's cool. Stay drunk. Stay drunk. It's probably definitely better when you're drunk. That's why comedy clubs have a two drink minimum. <laughs> yes. He's not wrong. Totally not because, you know, turning the profit. Anyway. All right. So let's see if I can even remember um, where we were in the batting order. I think we were just at the top of the initiative, and I can just pull Hendrick right out of that initiative order, which means. Felix is up first, and now as a recap, the one thing I do need to recap, though, is where everybody and everything is in this hallway. Because right. I feel that's probably at least slightly pertinent, less to the audience who just finished out the episode, and more to us who it's been two weeks. So, so uh, yeah. You got it written down? You have it in the, in the <laughs> written down. So at the furthest back end of the hallway, we've got a Felix. Yep. Yep. We have a hellhound near him, it appears. Not for long. Do we? No, no, we don't. We have a Quinn near him, because that's a K and not an H, because I can totally read my own writing. All right, so we've got a Felix right at the back of the hallway. We've got a Quinn a little ways uh, in front of him. About 15 feet from them, further down the hall, we have two hellhounds. And about five feet further up, we've got a Boris, then a Hoblet, in a space where Hedrick was. Three more Hellhounds uh, significantly further up, before we have a Jarrell 
who is extended uh, way deep to the end of this hallway, engaged with three hellhounds himself. And the hand is no longer on the table, so that's where we are. So we've got Hellhound 1 is down about a good chunk of HP. Hellhound 2 is down a good chunk. And then we've got those six that are closer to Jarrell than the rest of everybody else. Those have not been damaged as of yet. So yes, we go back to the top of initiative with Felix at the back of the hallway with, uh, I don't know, whatever clue item he has. Oh, hold on. Sticking him up. Speaking of items, just yeah, put your, put your stone in. Yep, there we go. Um, yep, and there's the bandana. All right, now we're in business. Okay, we're in character now. I think I think with the hair, the facial hair, and the bandana, you got kind of a drifter look going on. It's it's just all right. Yeah, brother, who's ready for some Eldritch Blast? Yep, there we go. For the all right, fans out there. Yeah. Um. So. Speaking of Eldritch Blast, um, I mean, sorry, Warlocks aren't necessarily a one-trick pony, but they're not not a one-trick pony. You um, have the best cantrip in the game, so duh. Yes. So I'm going to do things a little differently, though, in that since I have three separate beams that I can fire, I'm going to fire a separate beam at each of the damaged... Um, Sorry, there's only one damaged Hellhound currently, right? That's the one that Pablo got the opportunity to attack on. For um, roughly 36, one's been hit for 14. And those are the ones that are appear to be at least just behind Boris. So about 20 feet from you, 15 feet from Quinn. And negative okay, five feet. 120 foot range on this, so we're, we good. Yeah, I'm gonna right. put, I'm gonna pump two into the less damaged one and uh, the third into the more damaged one. Sounds so okay. let's fire the two first at the mildly weakened Hellhound. And I think, so the lowest I got there is a 15 and the other one is the above will a, hit them. Yeah. Yeah, unless like you're crazy. 30. So... <laughs> um... So let's see, that one's going to take, oh god, snake eyes on the D10s, you hate to see it. So that's 12 force damage. The bigger one's taking 12? Um, the one that has taken less damage is taking now 12, and then the single blast that's firing at the more weakened one. Um, if you said a 15 hits, then I'm going to go right ahead and guess a 24 does. So. Oh, yes, that's how math works. Oh my god, and I rolled a 2 on this d10. I gotta put these d10s away. Uh, so that's gonna be 7 force damage. Glancing hits on all of them. Just like, you know, they just kind of fire wildly out of my fingers. I'm a little shook from just watching Hedrick be, like, just swept away. So, like, you know, my aim was a little off. I still hit him, but just not in any sort of... Uh, like major way yeah so the one that is damaged is now very very damaged and not doing well at all and the other one is modestly damaged but still chugging along all right i mean you know i think i did what i could do with you know what i had here i think though just because how many of them are still alive you said there was five have um well there are eight total that are alive Eight total that are alive. Okay, then I'd actually this is a good time to burn. Um, and I'm going to put on the 
the moderately damaged one now. I'm going to cast Hex. should have done this in a different order, but I'm going to cast Hex on it, and I'm going to choose the ability score of... I'm going to give it the Dex Hex. Dex Hex, a wise choice. And now, because you and I established that custom Eldritch Invocation, because we misinterpreted the rules before, uh, uh, the Dex Hex applies to also saving throws. Yes, it does now. And I will burn the spell slot, and that will be my turn. So that, yeah, it has disadvantage on all deck saves and checks um, while it's hexed. And when it dies, um, I can... Uh, if the target drops to zero hit points before the spell ends, I can use a bonus action on a subsequent turn of mine to curse a new creature without casting the spell again. So since there's eight of them, I can just keep, as we kill them, keep moving the hex to a different one. Um, you know what I mean? Just for that extra damage I can do against them. All right. Blah! Oh, it has taken its hex. So um, just to go over the remainder of the batting order real quick uh, to refresh everybody else. So, uh, Felix, <laughs> Quinn, Hoblet, Boris, and then Jarrell. So, Felix Hoblet's is not last, even though he rolled a. Hey. He had the hot roll. Middle of the pack, though, not bad for the kind of smashing he do. So, it is Quinn who is next up. Quinn, um, yeah, you've got the two that are 15 feet from you, the others are significantly further down the hallway. Uh, Jarrell is next to the two that are nearest me, right? Who who else is near them? Okay, so Boris is about five feet past them. Hoblet is about ten feet past them. Jarrell is a good fifty feet further down the hall. I'm just trying to strategize this. So I'm going to cast Shatter ten feet from me um, as the 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 point center point. Yeah, it's like the point of origin, yeah. So then okay. it has a 10-foot radius, so it wouldn't hit me, and it shouldn't hit Boris. You can absolutely spot it like that, yes. Okay. So I'm going to cast Shatter. Um, there is uh, a constitution saving throw that must be made by the two Hellhounds. So we have, let's see, what would be a... Um, 19 and a 5. Okay, so we're gonna say the 19... The one got a 19, and the not as damaged one got a 5. The 19 passes, um, but still takes half damage, and the, um, the, the failed ones takes full damage. So I'm rolling 3d8 thunder damage. Uh, 12 damage on the one that takes full, and six damage on the one that takes half. Okay, so the one that takes full is definitely uh, quite bloodied now, and the one that took half is destroyed outright. Oh, nice. Oh, cool. Uh, I'm going to say it was pretty bloodied at that point. Yeah. It, was, it was at a very low number of HP. I'm going to move up the 15 feet to take my action surge and rapier the crap out of the one that's still alive. All right. Ooh, getting spicy over there. 
Listen, I'm a fighter now, so I gotta I gotta show my show my you shit. You sure do. You just you're just burning all the stuff on the small things. Uh Nat 20. Hey yo. Hey. Super Super exciting. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just I think that's the first Nat 20 I've rolled in a very long I've rolled a couple of Nat ones. That's the next thing I'm invite investing in now. Everyone's getting dice cams. <laughs> keep you keep you honest. Keep you honest. <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna have this, like, uh, two cams set up going on. We're gonna look like uh, full-on streamers at this point. Yeah, See, that's, that's uh, full. Oh, I love it. That is cute. Yeah, I like it. So that's full full damage plus an extra roll, right? Yep. Without right. modifier. Um, so it's yes. eight plus two is ten. Plus the damage dice again. Oh wait, I'm three dexterity now, so eight plus three. I forgot to change all my because I don't use weapons very often. Um, so it's eight plus three is eleven. Plus a d8. Plus two, so thirteen damage. Thirteen. You know, you definitely skewered the bejesus out of this thing. It's not dead, but it is gimpy and leaky. Close enough. Uh, I feel gimpy good about and leaky it. is is gross. Um, for my bonus action, I'm going to give inspiration to Jarrell. Yeah. Come uh, on, Mike, sing a song. Sorry, no. <laughs> Bill used no, to sing songs. <laughs> I used to have oh. the. I know. I used to have those inspirational quotes up, and I was doing a really good job with it. And I haven't. I didn't put it on bookmark so i gotta find something um uh feel inspired john oh yeah really inspired oh, okay um <laughs> i'm i'm actually i'm actually gonna change that i'm gonna inspire hoblet sorry jarell oh, just because what? just because of the inspirational <laughs> quote that i found and i'm 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 sorry i'll i'll inspire you on my next turn i promise jarell uh-huh yeah so <laughs> so hoblet <laughs> People often say that motivation doesn't last. Well, neither does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. Daily bathing? Okay. We can talk about your hygiene habits later. Let's Never kill mind. these things. Just, just, just murder these things. Will do. Okay, so anything else left on your turn there, uh, Quinn? Uh, nope, I think I'm tapped out. Fantastic, and that takes us from Quinn right on to Hoblet. As a refresher, you are about, oh, 10 feet forward from, about 15 feet forward from Quinn, a good 5 feet forward from Boris. And uh, the action with uh, Jarrell is quite a ways ahead, I'd say about 50 feet or so. You've also got three Hellhounds about 40 feet away that will be, that are rapidly closing, although in you know, D and D momentary freeze frame as they are. Roger, Roger. <laughs> I am going to cast Insect Plague. <laughs> Holy fuck, what? <laughs> um Oh wait a minute. Dag nabbit. Oh no, never mind, never mind, never mind, never mind. I love the internal thought process that he's having, and we just get to hear the the. the, the I saw the the ten minutes, and I was like, "Oh shoot, it takes ten minutes." No, it lasts ten minutes, not it takes ten minutes. 
one egg. Okay. So, insect plague. Uh, 300 feet radius, so or 300 foot range. So they're within 300 oh. feet. Yeah. I thought you said ra- I thought you say radius. Sure. I was like, so you mean like you just summon a fucking plague on all of us? <laughs> like right. that's oh, the nuclear option, man. <laughs> it's a 20 foot radius. So can I catch all three of the approaching in a 20 foot radius? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Then they're caught. And let's uh. Let's just say because we're fighting dogs that this is going to be a hu- a plague of fleas. Yes, it is. Yes. Uh, okay, so uh, oh, let's see how these bastard hounds like uh, a little flea bath. <laughs> and then I'm going to Hoblet throws his arms up, summoning the fleas. <laughs> uh, like, like, like that scene in the mummy. Come from his <laughs> I am so hoping that that comes out good enough for me to use as the bumper. Right. Because that quote right there. Uh, that quote so right there. Have... Oh, yeah, they have to make a save. What? Wait, okay. what it just says save halves. Where do I f- see what? Um, oh, is that me? It would be the type of save. So if you're looking at your character sheet, it's on the save column. Or in the spell book, it's. Oh, you're right. It'll say in the description. A con save. They are also making con saves. Jeez, I feel like that uh, that dex hex is uh, going to waste here a little bit. Yeah, I was kind of hoping it was a dex, but it is not. It's fine. Follow the con anyway. Alright, so our first one, let's see, Natty. Natty one? No, Natty. The second one is gonna be, let's see, a 12, 14. And our third is gonna be a 9. I think only the Nat 20 passes. Your spell save DC is. 17. Okay, it's gonna be, um,. The leftmost is going to be the one that made that save. So it's 4d10 piercing damage and the save halves. All right. Hold it. So I'm up. picturing the piercing damage coming in the forms of vicious flea bites. Mm-hmm. Just that, an unbelievable amount of flea bites. Here we go. 5, 10, 15, 18. All right, so two are taking 18. One is taking nine. Any other effects besides just the damage? No. Okay, wasn't sure. Sometimes they do some extra stuff, you know. Well, they're not itchy. I mean. It would be great if I could like make them stop and scratch or something. But you said it lasts 10 minutes. So like, what does that mean? Let's find out. I'm just looking at it on the spell sheet. Sorry, Chris. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's I've, get n- I've never cast this spell before. Let's get the full text. Oh, yes. Missed for not asking. Right. Swarming, biting fleas fill a 20-foot sphere centered at a point you choose. The sphere spreads around corners and remains for the duration. When in the area, the creature must make a con save. The creature will take 4d10 on a failed save. It takes half as much uh, as on a successful one. The creature must also make the saving throw when it enters the spell's area for the first time or when a turn ends there. 
perfect. So, like, if they happen to end their next turn there, then they have to save again against the fifth spell. Yeah. Because it's just fleas okay. swarming around. Cool. All right, that's going to have some interesting knock-on effects because Jarrell, that cloud of fleas is about two inches from your ass. <laughs> You're welcome. No, because he has to make the save if he enters the area for the first time, too. Yeah, I know, that's yeah, I know. You're welcome. He's got several angry dogs in front of him in the cloud of fleas immediately behind him. So, uh, yeah. no stepping back. Oh, which you prefer to be bit by? Well, I mean, I think I can speak for Jarrell here when I say that he's immune to being frightened. So the chances <laughs> of him backing up really are slim to none. I was yeah. actually planning on it just to give everybody else the bonuses that I have, but whatever. I guess you don't get my bonuses now. Right. The cloud is lie. I do. I do want the bonus. Um, I can cast two spells, right? Okay. Um, so, not two leveled spells. I mean, you could, if one of them yes. is a bonus action, you can cast a cantrip along with it. Okay. Nope. Then I'm good. Uh, and I can't move, right? You can. Yes, oh, okay. you can. You Maybe I don't. <clears throat> no, you know what? I'll stay here. Boris is here. Jarrell's up yeah. there. We're all right. I'll stay here. Yes. So the cloud of fleas starts 20 feet in front of you, by the way. I'm assuming that you just centered it right on, right on the dogs, correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Then everything is as described. Uh, the cloud of fleas is just behind Jarrell while he has three hellhounds right in his face. Um, other than ah, that, watch your ash, Jarrell. Ha ha ha! If that takes us out of Hoblet the Smasher's turn, then we are on to Boris. Right. You so are right Boris. behind Hoblet, pretty much. Boris is going to throw her dagger at the one single remaining hellhound in the front that's in rough shape. Okay, so the one that was uh, in five feet behind you. Yes, yeah, the one that okay. had just run past me. Yep, yeah. that one was five feet behind you. I believe that 14 was an oppie that you might have gotten against it uh, way back in the beginning. Um, yeah, I don't remember what that was from. So yes, uh, if you're throwing your uh, knife at that, roll your attack. Uh, 24? Oh yeah, it's absolutely going to hit. And it does 8 damage. 8 damage is enough to kill it, so you can feel free to get descriptive. Um, I just, uh, sorry, Boris just, you know, spins around and, and throws her dagger as if it were, were a disc golf disc. Just, you know, a nice little spin and release, and it, it catches the hellhound in the back of the head. Um, and drops the hellhound, and then she just catches the dagger and immediately turns around back to Hoblet and kind of, like, hides behind him. <laughs> I can imagine it's like the back-to-back thing, right? Where like Hoblet's like in front, like swing in or like, you know, Trixie at the ready and you're like, you know, like knife out, like behind. A dwarf and a little girl. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So about the same height. Right. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Width is a little different, but. Yeah, that's why. Oh yeah, Hoblet, he thick. Yeah. 
thick two C's, three C's mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. Um, and then I guess before the end of my turn, I'm also gonna take advantage of Master of Tactics there and uh, help Hoblet for his next turn. I, Ooh. I, being his eyes. So he has advantage on his next attack, essentially. Yeah. Right. Yeah, helping to tell him exactly where to where to swing. Oh yeah, that's the uh, the mastermind subclass for rogue. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I I I I did have a mastermind character. I haven't really gotten the leverage him properly yet. Yeah, this one either. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Hobbit's like taken aback by the. The mental wave of proficiency he feels. Yeah, I mean, that's yes. the thing about it. Like you're back to back. Like you're just fucking like ready to like attack from all angles here, the two of you. For one four-armed fighting monster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling this is going to become a horrible pattern. I'm you have arms it. with knives on your back, essentially. <laughs> all right. I've always wanted this. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I've always wanted. Okay, so if that takes us to the end of Boris's turn, we're uh, gonna zip forward to the other end of the hallway uh, with Jarrell. Three hellhounds in front of him, and uh, you know, um, three bajillion fleas behind him. Now the um, hand had kind of like ripped Hedrick right past me, right? Yes. So I imagine like Jarrell like tried to like reach out his hand and just barely missed Hedrick's as it passed him. Uh, oh yeah. Had- there, there, there was a whole camera shot where everything got slow and there was some dramatic music and a little bit of that and the close-up <laughs> on the fingers just barely missing each other. Yes, there was a lot of gravitas to it. We, it was quite well-directed. <laughs> someone does a cartoon for this show. Um, and Jarrell, of course, wants to give chase immediately but realizes that he has to kill these hellhounds first. Now, are these hellhounds undead? They are not. Okay. I already tried that. Sure. <laughs> we wouldn't have even been fighting them if they were undead. Ah, so close. Yeah. 19 on the first attack. I'm going to split my attack between two of them. Two 19s. Great. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> Which, of course, my 19s end up being... Um... Do, you have, do you improve critical? No. Oh, damn. But, yeah. Still a crazy hit. Plus eight. Um... I do radiant damage, 2d10 radiant damage anyway. I'm I'm trying to decide if I want to use. I might as well. Um, I'm going to use two first level divine smites on the two that I'm hitting. There's still a third one that I haven't gotten to hit yet. Damn, we should have recorded like a Paladin Math song that I can just insert into these specific moments right here. <laughs> yeah, there, there, there's some kind of like that uh, that beautiful mind-looking meme with uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah with Jack Galifianakis and yeah, exactly. all the numbers and uh, formula <laughs> shit going on. So that's three d eight and two d ten plus a d eight of slashing damage per hit. So. Go for it. Audience, we'll see you at the end of this. Yeah, like, um, I would have let you know already if any resistances or immunities are uh, coming into play, so just, you know, let us know the bill at the end. 
insert Jeopardy <laughs> theme music here. I don't need it to be, well, actually, the audience might want it to be itemized, but <laughs> I'm just going to punch it into the calculator as a whole number. <laughs> it says 24, or I'm sorry, 25 damage for the first one. And the second Hellhound. Nine. 18. And then. 16 slashing. That's almost max for a lot of those. So, eight. So, 16. Uh, plus 18. <laughs> is 34, right? Plus 9 is. 43. So the oh, other one takes Oh, and another 9. So 16, 18, and 9? Yeah, it's it's. A, I, I did 43 damage to the second one. The first okay, one was yeah, 25. Yeah, tracks. <laughs> All right, Hell so the is, first everyone. one... The first one's still kind of okay-ish. The second one is quite bloodied. It's, it's missing some chunks. Like, whole right. chunks. Uh, and I don't think there's really anything else I can do. So that's it for me. Okay. We get to the monsters themselves. These hounds. So, um, let's see. We're going to resolve the three that are closest to Jarrell, and we'll work our way back down the hallway. Uh, let's see. What do we got that uh, we can do? Oh, we've got pack tactics. Hounds have advantage on attack rolls against a creature if at least one of the hound's allies is within five feet of the creature and the ally isn't incapacitated. So none of them are. All three of them are going to get advantage on all of their attacks. Yep. Sure, I've got... Okay, yes, so uh, all, all three of them are going to get their single bite attack. First one is going to be, let's see, a 16 against armor class. Nope. Ew, second one isn't going to do it either then. A three and a four on the dice. Like, what? come on, guys. <laughs> yeah, I, need, I need this advantage to be worth something here. And another nope. A six and a two. Darrell is just, they're just bouncing off his shield. Yeah. He's kind of like tossing them to the side with his giant muscles. Yes, you have managed to parry every single one of these attacks. And the hounds continue to press in close. Now back further uh, down the hallway, we've got the three that are inside this cloud of uh, fleas and you know, like any dog, supernatural or not, they're not very keen on the experience, and they're going to come up barreling forward towards Hoblet and Boris, bursting out of the cloud with, you know, just like a poof as they, they blast but out. But they, they passed Jarrell. No, because Jarrell was ahead of these three. Right. Oh, I, I had ran out. out. Yeah. Right. So, like, the fleas are, like, between. I see. Okay. Yes. So the flea cloud is between Jarrell and the rest of the party. Got it. Okay. Uh, That's well, why Hobla I can't can go dispel, back. Hobla can dispel that when yeah. it's his turn again. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to work on, you know, different creative battle spaces here that still fit within uh, 
what we got going on here. Yeah, I've graduated all the way up the hallway. Go me. Uh, anyway, so the three come blasting out at both uh, Hoblet and Boris. And Hoblet, you are at the front of the hallway with both back-to-back. -back, so they're going to come a-closing in on you. And um, unless Boris is uh, not hiding behind, they're all three going to attack Hoblet. They're going to use their same pack tactics for advantage on each of their attacks. Oh, there we go. So, uh, 24 against armor class for the first one. That'll hit. Uh, the second one is only going to be a 12 against armor class. Not a chance. Didn't think so. And the third one is going to net 20. So. Even though my armor class is 20, I feel like they still hit. Yeah, well, yeah. Net. Well, yeah. Even yeah. if it was a, even if it was a, even if it was a flat like uh, like modified twenty, a match is a hit. Oh yeah. Okay. They are two D eight plus three. So that first one. Three, seven, so it's ten. So thirteen piercing on the first attack. And I need you to make a uh, strength saving throw. Eight. An eight. Okay, you are not knocked prone. Although all these are happening at the same time, so I'm not going to treat any of these other attacks as though you're prone yet. But as a result of all this, you will be prone at the end of this combat round. Uh, yeah, like so the that, dogs just like essentially like all hop on top of you, like dog pile, literally. Yes. Uh, they're they're dog piling, they're biting, but anyway, we've got that net twenty, which is let's see, two d eight plus three, so it's gonna be sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, plus the other die roll of one and three, so nineteen, twenty three, piercing damage from that second one. Oh, you bastards! And you are prone, and uh, the other two hounds are dead. So that is the end, and we're back to the top of initiative for Felix Fizzlebottom. All right, so let's take inventory here. We have now one hound on Hoblet. No, you have three hounds on Hoblet. We th oh, sorry, we have three on Hoblet. We have Jarrell, I think it's only, like, Jarrell is fighting two still. Jarrell is also one. three. He has not killed any. He's near killed one. One's at full health and okay. one's in between those values. And the ones that are on Hobbit are just damaged from the fleas. Yeah, they have taken flea damage, but that is it so far. Okay. Any others I'm not accounting for now? No, all Mike six are in one. Or I'm sorry, Quinn, I'm sorry, Quinn is keyword one. Yeah, okay, 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 okay. Perfect. Um... In order to free up Hoblet, I'm going to fire three Eldritch Blast, you know, my, my Eldritch Blast, the three beams, and one on each of the Hellhounds. All right. The lowest I rolled was a 16, so they all, all hit. So first one is going to take, that's better, 10 force damage. 
Second one takes six force damage. Third one takes 12 force damage. And I'm going to choose that the one that only took six, um, because I also have Lens of Lethargy and Repelling Blast on this, right? The one that took six has its speed reduced by 10 until the end of its next turn. And the one that took 12 is pushed 10 feet back. Okay, so hang on. So um, the one that took six, which I'm going to count as the middle for my purposes, slowed. Oh, and actually it says, because Lance of Lethargy is once per turn, but Repelling Blast is just creatures hit by my Eldritch Blast can be pushed uh, 10 feet oh, away from me. Okay. So fuck it. All three of them get pushed 10 feet back. Okay, good. That makes things simpler on my notes. They are no longer piled on top of Hoblet. Are they back in the fleas? No, they are not. They, are not. They, they moved a lot, for, they moved a lot further than that, yeah. Um... Oh, I, I, I had an interesting thought with that. They were uh, engaged uh, in close combat with Hoblet, correct? Yes. Hmm. What are your thoughts on uh, being at least one swing of opportunity against them on their way out? Or is that only for voluntary movement? I think that's only for voluntary movement. Like if you yeah, choose to, yeah, yeah, if you choose to move away problem. from combat without disengaging, then. You know, okay. but at the same time, it's like you're being forcibly moved. So I don't yeah. know. I don't know. It's, I, guess I, 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 I would say... Ah, never mind. It says right here. Um, you also don't provoke an opportunity attack when you teleport or when something, someone or something moves you without using your movements. So you would actually oh. have to be choosing oh, to spend okay. movement yeah. to move away from the creature without disengaging in order to trigger oh. the opportunity attack. So okay. like, if it. an explosion hur hurls you out of a foe's reach or if gravity causes you to fall past an enemy, no opportunity attack. Okay, good. So, audience gets a learning uh, moment along with us that uh, non-voluntary movement does not provoke an opportunity attack. Boom, we learned right. something today. Cool. Ah, uh, Nutcracker. They are blasted back 10 feet, but I suppose that would definitely facilitate um, uh, Hoblet's uh, ability to stand up unopposed. When it comes time. That 10 feet, does that push them back into the fleas? No, no, it does not. So there were oh, you God. were twenty feet from the fleas. They are now okay, yeah, you're feet right. from no, you, you're so right. dead far. between. But hey, you know, if there's a way to continue to force that issue backwards, maybe it does become a thing again. But anyway, uh, Felix, do you have anything else this turn? No, but it makes me think if I had actually tried to just shoot one of them, would it have been moved thirty feet back? Because each hit. I don't know. Mm. I'll have to look that up. But yeah. until then, nothing else. Oh, wait. Actually, is the one that I hexed. I keep fucking forgetting about this, and I'm doing this in the wrong order. The one I hexed is dead, right? The one you hexed yes. is dead, so you have not bounced the hex. Um, All right. Bonus think, action. I'm yeah. going to. Bonus action. I'm going to bounce it to the middle one that Jarell is attacking. The middle one that Jarell is attacking. Okay. This thing has, like, yeah, because Hex has... Um, okay, that's the... Range, so. Yep, and that is the extra damaged one. And I would say uh, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90. Oh, my gosh, you are just in 90 feet for a minute. Nice. All right, I bounced <laughs> yeah. it there. Like, that was... I, I counted that out. You were, like, right on 90 feet. 
I mean, I would have moved a little further yeah. if I had to, but okay. I, I like being at the back here. We'll keep you there. That's it for my turn. All right. Fantastic. Quinn, you are up next. You are about I just oh, uh, 10 feet behind uh, Boris and Hoblet. Right. <clears throat> Who's how far behind Jarrell? Uh, who are 10, 20, 30, 40, about 55 feet behind Jarrell. And then the the hellhounds are ten feet in front of him. Is uh, they no the hellhounds are ten feet in front of Hoblet. So you have them. Let's see, five, ten, fifteen, twenty. They are twenty five feet from you right now. Looks like. And where's Jarrell and all that? And Jarrell is another um, thirty or another forty feet past that with uh, another set of three hounds right on him. Okay. Um, okay, so I'm going to cast Confusion on the three past Jarrell. The, the ones that I'm fighting? Yes. That's the one that okay. just pushed, right? No. No, those yeah. are the other ones? Yeah, yeah. There's, right. there's a bit of a haze as there is a cloud of fleas okay. in between, but you still have line of sight. You can do it. I, yeah, okay, let's do that. Let's let's cast confusion on the three farthest All right. ones. You uh, you said uh, you have, have uh, that kind of range, right? Yeah, I have ninety feet. Okay, um, okay, yeah, I think you did say that. Sorry. So no, I didn't say that, but I that's why I was trying to do the math in my head. Okay, so um, cast confusion. They have to do a wisdom saving throw, all three of them, because I'm casting on the center okay. one. So we have a seven. A net 20 Damn. and a four. Okay, so the two end ones then. The center one passes. The two end ones now um, cannot take any reactions. Uh, and then on their turn, they have to roll a d10. And I will tell you, well, you can probably also pull it up at some point, but um, okay. I'll tell you what they have to do. Sounds wonderful. Anything else on your action economy? Um, I am going to give Jarrell uh, inspiration, and uh, <clears throat> if you're not using all the talent that Valen has provided you for the betterment of man, understand, I am the man. <laughs> Who was supposed to be inspired by that? Uh, Jarrell. Yeah. This is a Quinn inspiration we're talking yeah. about. Right. Quinn inspiration. Yeah, yeah about to Quinn's say, first. you're inspiring others through self affirmation. There's our definition of Quinn's I mean, I literally yeah. I, I, I offended Hoblet, although I don't know if he takes offense to that. I think he finds that as a compliment. Hoblet uh, is inoffensible. And I think just the fact that I. I, I promoted Valen and, and Jarrell's connection to her, I feel like that worked out too. The connection to buff up yourself. It was great. So uh, yes, that uh, that inspiration or that uh, that bardic inspiration stands. Uh, anything else? Or, um, uh, I'm going to move slightly behind Hoblet and Boris. Okay, so maybe about another five or so feet forward. 
Come within my bosom. Do it. Where is that? Where does that put me um, in relationship to the three uh, hellhounds? The three hellhounds. You are now about fifteen feet from the hellhounds. Is you are about five let's, feet behind let's, Hoblet? Let's move right up. Dogs. Yeah, let's move right up with Hoblet and Boris then. Okay, you are right up in that crowd, so they would be about ten feet, maybe twelve at most from you. Yep, that's cool. All right, wonderful. That's Quinn. Uh, Hoblet, you are up. You are currently prone, so you can spend half of your movement to stand. Let's do that. Let's go ahead and do that. Go ahead and stand up. You bastards. Um, I have two still near me. Fran pushed one away. No, all three were pushed pushed all three away. But they're ten feet away from you, so you have enough movement to get to them still. Barely. I can go. I got them off of you. What do you want from me? Um, well, let's walk up, and uh, if there's one in the middle, uh, we're gonna swing Trixie. We're gonna gonna go ahead and go go swinging, baby. Go swinging. I want to roll you though. Because you've been pissing me off lately. That dice. How he talks to his dice. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that one is the one that was slowed, if it means anything. Oh, uh, 17. A 17 absolutely hits. All right. Let's do. You two. So I get to do, uh, Trixie does, Trixie does two D6 plus four. No, two D6 plus six. So I roll the four plus six is 10. But then I also get to do two D8 damage once per turn, which is nine. So 19. 19 damage total. And then... Is that one dead? It is not, but it is quite bloody. Yeah, we're gonna just, I'm just gonna, ah, you son of a bitch, go down. And I'm just gonna swing again. Oh, the kids are asleep. Yeah, I'm in the basement. They're upstairs. Uh, Well, who knows? Bitching. I rolled an 18, so 24. Yeah, Yeah, that'll, that'll absolutely do it. Okay. Seven plus Six is 13 plus 12 is 25. All right. You have, yeah, 25 extra damage will absolutely kill it. Okay. So the first, the first hit, he kind of came through like an uppercut hit. And then when it didn't die, I like went two hands straight over the head. Skull smasher. Splat. (laughs) Ah, Trixie. Good swing, baby. Good swing. Oh, yes. He talks to his dice. He talks to his hammer. It's quite flattened. It's very clear that he's had very little contact outside of clanging it in in his whores. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, clanging it in his whores, not his. Yeah. Oh, they were wonderful whores. It seemed like they were shared. <laughs> it's possible. I think if you're a whore, you're nobody's by definition. Anywho. That could be taken the wrong way. 
Are you sure you want? You're like, you think about it. Your kids might listen to this one day and be like, "What the fuck was Dad doing?" Oh, he didn't say that. How <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they would know him by that. <laughs> right. <laughs> All, all I mean, of the Hoblet jokes are predicated on the fact that Hoblet's moderately awful. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. There's already years of this that he can't undo. <laughs> they, <laughs> if that's the line right there. They've made it up to this point. They haven't been offended. And then that's the one. And they're like, no. <laughs> Whoa, Dad. That's over the line. <laughs> there, there's the bridge too far. There, yep. No. Canceled. Okay. All right, anything else, Hoblet? Has anyone... Have we taken damage? Barely. Yeah, uh, you have. Has anyone else taken damage? Barely. Yeah, no, not How many not of particularly. us? Jarrell, Quinn, no. Um, okay, then I'll hold off. I have a, he- a bonus healing action spell, but... Save it. Well, yeah. I'll save it for when I can, because I can do it for six people, so I'll wait till everybody's taking damage. Okay. After Hoblet, we move on to Boris. Alright, so there's one left with Hoblet now? There are two left with Hoblet. Uh, They are about 12 feet up from you. And they're, like, right next to Hoblet now, right? Yes, Hoblet is all up in their personal space. All right, so Boris is going to scamper up behind Hoblet to start. Um, And then kind of jump out from behind him to make a sneak melee attack at one of them. Okay, you would absolutely be getting sneak attack. Oh, uh, what kind of dagger is this, by the way? This is uh, the trusty dagger. The trusty dagger. One that... Yeah. Back at her. Capital in, T. Like, as I say, capital T, capital D, trusty dagger. Like, okay, this is the a, one that like poops back to her hand after yeah. she uh, uses. Okay, the good. It. A plus something dagger. Good. Yes. There's yeah, a distinction. Just wanted to be sure. Yeah. Um. So the hit for that is a twenty-three. Oh, uh, yep. We know that does it. <laughs> oh, that looks terrible already. Might be enough anyways, though. 35. Uh, 35 damage? Yes. To, uh, let's see, one which of, uh, the one on the left or the one on the right? The one on the left. The one on the left. 35 is enough to get the job done for the one on the left. Perfect. So Boris just like acrobatic jumps, like just uses Hoblet as like a, a diving board a or like springboard essentially. Yeah. Springs over him and tries to do like mimic what he just did with Trixie, like slam her blade down into the head. Ah, <laughs> oh, I admire your gumption. This duo right here. Yeah. <laughs> that duo. Yeah. So. Can't the take current. Nice, I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> well, yeah. no, listen, Boris has done her, her her fair share of, like, trying to belong where people are dressed and acting nice. Yeah, but now okay. she doesn't have to pretend. This is not that place, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. You might be able to learn a thing or two, if anything, Hoblet. Ha! I'm 227 years old. 
Uh-huh. I'm not learning a damn thing. <laughs> so that all that time you spent with Klingadin, you just admitted was absolutely useless to you then, right? No, I was younger then. Oh, my gods. Now is the time. Now is the exact time he's decided that his brain is full and nothing else is going in. That's it. (laughs) We've kept it off. If the only way we're learning anything new is if we start shedding other shit. (laughs) Brain's full. All right. Uh, Boris, do you have anything else going on with your bonus action or anything? I give a cunning action. Yeah, how? I I will disengage from the. I don't know. Do I count as engaged with the other wolf? Were they? Yes. Were they? Yeah. I'm gonna disengage from the other wolf by once again hiding behind Hoblet and becoming his third and fourth arm. Perfect. Uh, we'll have you kind of by default, air quotes, five feet back, just to say that you're disengaged and uh, you're behind Hoblet now. Uh, that's your action economy. And that takes us to Jarrell. Just as an update on the current state of play, there is uh, one uh, dog still left in front of and engaged with Hoblet. Um, and that is uh, somewhat bloodied. And then you've got the three hounds that are engaged with Jarrell further up the hall. Uh, one is quite bloodied, and the other two are just fine. Uh, the two on the outside that are not bloodied are confused, however. Right. Uh, first thing I'm going to do is hit the one that is bloodied. And then I'm going to hit the other ones after. Um, I got a 17 to hit. Um, I'm just going to do the 2d10. I think I also get... a. Do I do I always get the plus the Divine Smite or I have to use it? Improved Divine Smite is always active. Okay. So 17... Twenty-three damage, twenty-three radiant damage, and eleven slashing damage. So a total of thirty-four damage to the bloodied one. Okay. Uh, yes, it is uh, very, very destroyed in whatever manner you choose. And then I will hit the. I did it. I finally did it. <laughs> uh, nat 20. That's hey, a nat 20. It has been uh, a while for you, hasn't it? Uh, for an attack roll. For an attack yeah. roll, it's been a while. Um, now, does that include the Divine Smite? I mean, you wouldn't roll the Divine Smite because really it's just the, the weapon is critting. Right? So... Divine Smite is just an uh, effect. So that wouldn't... It just, uh, it just Yeah, it just tacks on the extra effect of the attack. So... But the 2d10 radiant damage that I do with my attack does get included. Because the Holy Avenger does 20 radiant damage off the bat. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that's a, yeah, that's interesting. Um, you get to roll extra dice for the attack's damage against the target. Roll all of the attack's damage dice twice. All of the attack's damage dice twice. And that's what I was looking for because I'm pretty sure that Dave and then it says, And then it says, then add any relevant modifiers as normal. Right. Um, so... If the, if, 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 if the attack involves other damage dice, such as from the rogue's sneak attack feature, you roll those dice twice as well. So we oh, were wrong well, last time. Oh, crit. 
That's what that's what I thought it was. So anytime you so the modifiers don't double, right? So like you know your 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 plus whatever like that are, that's tacked on at the end. Mm-hmm. Don't stack, but anywhere that the dice roll would happen happens again. So because we automatically rule it that a crit is max damage on the first set of damage dice, and then you roll the damage dice again. Holy fuck! Yeah, it's, so, it's a lot. so I, I I do I do fifty two damage before I roll anything. <laughs> <laughs> Jarrell, it is understood that you're going to kill this thing with the kind of damage you're doing, but I would be amiss if I didn't allow you, should you choose to do so, to tabulate what kind of number this is. For your own um, personal records or ours. So, the the first one that was bloodied, uh, I pretty much just like vivisected, like the um, like the dog in Return of the Living Dead, and then the second one I legitimately did. Um, what was it like eighty four damage in one hit? So yeah. it just like pops like a balloon. As I say, like at that point, you're just like vaporizing it with holy power. Right. The the, the sheer amount of radiant energy that came out of that, um, being that it was like 78 amount of radiant damage that I did, (laughs) Um, literally just over, yeah, too much air in a balloon to pop. Wow. Yeah. And and there's, uh, um, what are they called? hellhound bits everywhere <laughs> it's, it's it's yeah it's it's ghastly is what it is there's Stickle. still the, the this other one which to my records has taken no damage yet oh i i i was hitting the one that was less damaged i the I, one I was less damaged I, okay I, I had said left or right but okay then the one that's damaged on the left is still there and damaged on the left and the other one went from full health to no longer existing in one hit <laughs> Perfect. There's nothing left to even put back together. It's just fucking gone. All right. So there we go with that. So you have made your attacks. Do you have anything else you're looking to do with your uh, turn? Nope. And then there were two. We started yeah. off with eight. <laughs> yeah. There were two. And these. Much like you, the only thing about them that's like you is it has a condition immunity to frightened. So it's not going anywhere <laughs> either. Right. Speaking of not going anywhere, since it's the end of your action economy, it is the beginning of this dog's action economy, and he is going to take, at the very least, some umbrage to the fact that uh, there is uh, 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 what you have done to its kin and compatriots or whatever. It does not, however, have a pact anymore. We're talking, of course, about the confused one. Yes, it is confused, so uh, I have to roll a d10, don't and I? And hexed. Okay, yes. Um, if you haven't, you have moved your hex to it. The one that uh, the one that uh, Jarrell killed first was the one that was hexed. Oh, no worries, then. I'll just bounce it to the next one that's yeah, still alive. It's just, yeah, it's just, yeah, we can understand that the hex is there. Okay, but, um, all right, so it is confused, and it rolls a two. All right. Uh, with the two, the creature doesn't move or take actions this turn. So I know it wants to uh, to get back at Jarrell for what just happened, but it can't. Too confused. Okay. Too it confused. is. Yeah. It is not frightened. It just can't quite figure out how its jaws work right now. 
<laughs> it's a common problem. Alright, so we'll move on to uh, what I have labeled as Hound 5, which is uh, engaged with Hoblet. It will make its attack accordingly. It also no longer has any pack near it to uh, necessitate pack tactics, so uh, sorry, uh, no advantage, but um, an 18 against your armor class. How's that do? Negatorus Rex. Oh no, because you had mentioned it was a 20. So no, it does not hit, and its fangs bounce harmlessly off of your armor. Yeah. Back to the top of initiative, we have the Fabulous Felix Fizzlebottom. All right, I'm going to bounce the hex from the dead one to the one in front of Hoblet. Okay. To the one in front of Hoblet, okay. And I'm going to fire all three blasts at it. All right. So that even if it doesn't kill it for some reason, it's going to get pushed into the fleas that are still there. Sounds lovely. Mm-hmm. Because, okay, did so I, I looked forget, this up. Did I forget to take the fleas down? You did. So oh, hold on did a I? So here's the thing, right? I was looking this up like during, like the, you know, before my next turn. It's, a, it's been a heated debate online, I guess, as to whether Repelling Blast applies per bolt. But because of the fact that other Eldritchifications specify once per turn, and Repelling Blast does not, and Jeremy Crawford even said that the first Repelling Blast, if it hits, could push a target out of range for the other ones if, you know, it's pushed 10 feet outside of the 120 or whatever your range is. So... That leads me to believe, and it seems as though each one pushes 10 feet because they are individual hits that all push 10 feet, and it can happen more than once per turn. Makes sense to me. So I'm going to fire all three at this one dog, and then if it doesn't die, it's getting pushed 30 feet into the fleece. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but when I got knocked prone, did I lose concentration? (gasps) Um, We're going to say that you didn't because... We didn't cover it at the time. Okay. Right. Yeah, I didn't. You didn't make. You weren't made to roll, and we're not gonna just determine that that happened. That's how you okay. got my thinking uh, so hard that, about the yeah, fleas. Yeah, that was on me for not catching that. So the fleas are still there. It's gonna be very hard for me to miss here, um, since I had a plus twelve to the attack, because uh, the lowest I rolled was a seven on the die. No. So we are hitting with all three. Yeah. God, these D10, okay, these D10 are going away. I have, I've only rolled it like above a two once. So this is one, is I one, two, two. So those are plus five each. So seven, seven is 14 plus six is 20 force damage and pushed 30 feet into the fleas, which if it's still alive, okay. it is entering the area for the first time and must make the save. Yes. So that is what happens. It is quite bloody as it enters the fleas. Um, what is the save? Constitution, I think it was, right, Jim? I believe it is. Wait, is it the first time or just the first time this turn? The first time it enters the area on a, on a turn, and then if it ends its turn there. It's the same way as my, um, it works the yeah. same way as my uh, Sickening Radiance. Right. Sickening Radiance, bro. Okay, so let's see, and that is a 9 plus 11. That is, uh, yeah, that is 11. I think it needed a 15, didn't it? 17. 17. So it's going to take damage. And that How just much halves. damage is it taking? Uh, it was 4d10 plus. 4d10 plus. It might have just been 4d10. Oh, 
Oh, if it's any, if it's four dice, it cannot roll below what it would take to kill it. So yes. Well, let's see how bad it dies then. Yeah, that sounds wonderful. I like that. So this poor whimpered hellhound gets pushed into my fleas. Oh my God! They <laughs> devour this thing. Uh. Twenty-eight, thirty-eight. Oof. Okay. Thirty-eight. I mean, you hit all tens in one eight. No, nine eight eight three. Yeah. That's yeah. That's not thirty-eight. Twenty-eight. <laughs> Yeah, that's still, that's still a damn good roll. And more Your than Your mother's enough, a math teacher. Right, not me. Yeah, my my sister is a singer, obviously. It, it, all the talent can just go to one sibling in certain things. <laughs> There's only so many uh, experience points you can hand out, you know, when making kids, so. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> All right. So, if you don't mind me kind of taking this one on, as the dog is pushed into it, the entire cloud of fleas collapses into a point onto the hound itself and just starts chawing away at it like piranhas on a chunk of meat in the water. And after a few seconds, the dog is literally no longer, as it has been consumed entirely by the fleas. Nice. Nice. And that would be when Hoblet would stop the fleas. Yes. And the fleas Good then call. dissipate into nothingness as they are a magical effect. And not actually. And, and then as a bonus action, I'll bounce the hex to the last living hellhound. Because <laughs> yeah. I should have done the extra necrotic damage, but it was funner. It was more fun to push it into the fleas and let the fleas kill it than the extra necrotic damage. So. Yes. When. When one day this is animated as a series, it's going to look great. Way better. Yeah. And Maybe in the Japanese great. version, they'll do the necrotic damage. Yes. <laughs> All right. I don't know. Uh, is there anything else There's on your like turn? There's always some other version of it. Yeah. Is there anything else on your turn, Hobbit? Who's uh, your turn? It's my turn. Thank yeah, you. Oh, my and turn. No, it's I'm your turn. Good. Yes. No. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. I got caught up in. Hoblet didn't go first. No, but he Hoblet did shut off first. the flea cloud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's something you right. Can you do would on shut it off turn, at right? the end of. Yeah. Yeah. You'd shut oh. that off on your turn. Okay. That's where I got thrown off. I forgot that anyway. there was still one that was alive, so I thought we were out of combat. Yeah. It doesn't matter because the person okay. who was truly wronged by that is. Drum roll, Quinn, because we're on to him. Why am I wronged by what? Because he can't. Well, by the Quinn, fact please. that I almost accidentally skipped your turn. Accidentally but. on purpose, but oh. it's your turn. Um, the fleas are gone, though, right? The no. fleas are now gone. Well, no. No, no, the no, fleas cannot not. be gone. No, the fleas are not they, gone. You know what? The fleas are still currently in the act of consuming a dog. Right. Okay, so, so how do I get around? functionally gone, but not truly. You don't. You don't I get around. Wait, wait, wait. I have declared that all of the fleas are currently on the dog and not in cloud form anymore because of the nature of the oh, okay. description. So the fleas are functionally gone, but not literally gone. Okay. Well, I don't think I necessarily need to get past them anyway. 
So if I if I walk up toward where like the cloud of fleas stops, okay, how far yes. am I from the last hound? You would be about forty-two feet. Great. So we're not even gonna get near the fleas. So we're gonna be another like ten feet b- back from that, and which I think is pretty much where I am anyway. Um, and we're gonna cast dissonant whispers on the last hellhound. And it hears the phrase, you are Cerberus's bitch. And I'm going to cast that at fourth level. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like you're we're burning all these spell slots on the hounds. Yeah. I, no, I'm no, not. no, go ahead. Go <laughs> ahead. By all means. It's okay. Continue. It's all right. I, it just really prevents me from using greater invisibility. It's really all right. <laughs> um, like, I don't have that great of spells, so it doesn't really matter. Um, so worst, I'm going to cast... That is the cast, worst logic I've ever heard, but okay. <laughs> I'm going to cast uh, it at fourth level. Uh, it needs to make a wisdom saving throw first. Okay. And that comes up as 10. Great. So that's an no. So it takes. Oh, he just wanted to roll a lot of dice. That's all it right, was. Like this right. was nothing. Everybody else got to hear that. But did you show. Hear that? I know. I never get show. to roll a lot of dice. So this it's is such an it's such a Quinn move. I used to oh, yeah. I used to be a rogue, so I used to love rolling dice. But now it's like I don't roll dice often oh. enough. All right, let's see here. So three sixes is eighteen. Plus nine is twenty-seven. Dead. Plus three is thirty. Is dead. Thirty e- psychic damage. E D. And because I sort of robbed you of the opportunity earlier, uh, please get descriptive on how this thing is dead. <laughs> I mean, I, I just whis- I just whispered in his ear. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to say down dead. <laughs> you it just, just gives you up see, on life. You see its head kind of cock. And blood start pouring out of its ears, and then it just literally just like tips over, and its butt goes in the air. Nice. <laughs> that's yeah, downward that's... dog. I mean, yoga is a thing. Quite literally. Wow. All right. I, was that descriptive um, enough? I guess golf clap. I mean, for the. Um, oh whatever. Absolute whatever. overkill. That's fine. I'm okay with it. All you did was just push the win more button. I, I never, I, I never one get like a balloon. Like <laughs> he definitely gets to kill one if he wants. Yeah, no, he can kill one. I'm just saying, like he's wasting precious resources on oh, an injured hellhound. Okay. But, anyhow, that I that literally I I went above and beyond. It only did thirty damage. So let's just, I, I'm calling it a win. Yes. I'm All at, right. I, so. I do have some important questions here. Um, now that the flea cloud is gone. Did they leave no dog whatsoever or a perfectly cartoon clean skeleton? Um, I was intending on nothing whatsoever, but I like the perfectly cartoon clean skeleton. And especially if you're going to make use of it, that's where it is. Boris is hella going to pocket a hellhound skull. All right. Make sure that uh, you uh, take a note of hellhound skull for your inventory. Walks up, just rips it off the like off the rest of the skeleton. Yes. And, and just so you know, right, this is what Omnius's pet and and Um were modeled after. We're hellhounds. So 
there's that tidbit of information for you as well. Interesting. This is definitely an interesting bit of trivia to end this episode on, which is exactly what we're doing because this has been a nice long combat and I'm sure we've run a little long and we want to let our audience get on with their lives. But anyway, with Dead Downward Dog and a looted skull, we have a sufficient vignette to leave our party on and that's what we're going to do. Ladies and gentlemen, please join us next week. But otherwise, if you like us, you can find us on the internet. We are on such places as Twitter at Hapless Heroes. We're on Instagram at Hapless Heroes. We are on Reddit slash R slash Hapless Heroes Podcast. And if you search for Hapless Heroes Podcast on Facebook, you shall find us there. All of those places will take you to the crown jewel of our internet presence, our Discord server where you can meet, greet, and chat and hang out with us on a daily basis. We're there, and um, we'd love to have you as part of our growing community really like us though you can leave us a five-star review on the podcast service of your choice at this point this deep in this podcast and at this point in history we're absolutely certain that if you have found this podcast you have a podcast service of choice if you can leave us a five-star review there we will be looking for it and once we do find it we will share it with the world so that we can recognize you as the five-star person that you are if you really, really like us, you could donate to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash hapless heroes. We have a variety of reward tiers uh, for the discerning or undiscerning uh, listener, whichever you uh, deem yourself to be. Um, don't worry. The uh, level of your donation and how discerning you are have nothing to do with each other. You know, everyone's uh, got different resources, what they're willing to give and uh, what they're able to. And we're not going to judge you one way or the other. And we but. do our best to honor you regardless of what tier you sign up for. I mean, because there's literally everything. Bloopers, behind-the-scenes audio, some extra stuff that Phil recorded as well, like some of his Hedrick's little mini-podcasts that are going to be, if they're not up already, will be going up soon. Um, as soon as I get those edited down, I managed to recover those from a failed hard drive that actually I was able to replace with your donations audience. So if you are a listener and you are a patron but have not, you know, and are not part of our Discord server and I have not been able to thank you properly, or if you've not seen my posts about it, I just want you to know that it's because of your donations that we were able to recover those lost recordings. So thank you. We deeply appreciate it. And if you like us right now, you love us, Sally Field and the entire whole, all of it, the deal. (laughs) Was that a phrasing? Sorry. Um, Um, Make a Taldurian cookbook um, of course, it has to be based on Pregnite's recipes and include all of the best ones from the cocktail sausages uh, to the pizza subs or meatball subs. Uh, make sure you have Pregnite's chicken, chicken noodle, noodle soup. soup in there. Yeah, yep. exactly. Yep. Yep. The ice cream sundae has to be included, all the different desserts, um, and then sell that and all the proceeds go to help McGoggles. Or frogs, endangered frogs. <laughs> endangered yeah. frogs are fine. <laughs> if they're endangered, they're not fine, John. <laughs> they will be once the chicken noodle soup recipe sells. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yes, so use it to help the endangered frogs. Sure. Not not the imaginary frogs, the actual endangered Yeah, the real frogs. ones. Are there even endangered frog species? I have no idea. Of course there are. Yeah, yeah. There's endangered everything species. 
I, I, I'm sure there would be. Yeah, we're this we're this year into this far into the apocalypse. Now everything's endangered. So. All right. So to prevent this discussion dust, from going any around. deeper into the swamp, we're just going to outro our cast and uh, get us on out of here. But so to my left, we have Hobbled the Smasher, played by James. Fucking dogs. To his left, we have Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind, played by Mike. A little yoga, anybody? To his left, we have Boris the Butcher, played by Nicole. I just got a new hat. To her left, we have Lord Jarrell the Light, played by John. Until next time. In his left, we have the fabulous Felix Fizzlebottom, played by Francesco. Let's make a new plan. My name is Dave. I've been your host and Dungeon Master this evening. We'll see you next week for the continuation of this little uh, mini-adventure here. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Turn your phone down. Turn your phone down.